Hello, and welcome to another episode of Seek Therapy Podcast. It's me, Jasmine. And America. And Jasmine Ty. And I know it's been a minute, but we're back at it again. So how's everything been with y'all? I missed y'all. America was living it up. I was living it up through her. Um, (laughs) I was like, insert me. You know, I should have done that because I have friends, the ones that I'm going to go and visit in Florida. And they met in person. And so I photoshopped myself onto their photo. I was like, look at all of us. It was me and Janae in the photo. (laughs) (laughs) Insert myself. (laughs) But how's everything been? What's been your highlight? What's been your challenge? I will stay on brand and go first. So my highlight is um, having like great friends. (laughs) Like a couple of months ago, Eric texted me like, hey, what are you doing on March 30th? I was like, nothing. And I'm actually off of work. So nothing. What's that? He's like, oh, well, I got some Victoria Monet tickets for us. Um, and I said, P-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-
They said that it was like a stomach a stomach virus or something like that. And that something like that has been going around that actually came from Texas. <laughs> I believe it. So, and then my friend just got it last week. So, Damn. yeah. But how about you, America? What's been going on, girl? I'm here, child. Um, my highlight, I uh, guess that you alluded to in the intro was uh, going to Dreamville. Uh, and Dreamville was the vibes were elite. It, it was everything it should be um, for the most part. You know, it was a couple times I forgot I have a license that I have to protect. Uh oh, what happened? No, no, mm -mm. we good, we good. But you know, <laughs> um, I don't do well. Like I know we're in a crowded space, right? And I, I'm very big on. I don't care if you've been what, whatever you've been partaking in. I'm very big on excuse me's, pardon me's, all of those good things. And you only got a certain number of times to bump into me and not say nothing before. Um, <laughs> because again, I understand we're in a in a tight space. I know it's you know we're all standing, but also let's have some respect for folks. Um, right. And so you know, but for the most part, it was good. No drama, minimal angst. I only had to collect three or four people, so that was good. good. Um, <laughs> really proud of myself for that. Uh, it was it was a little anxiety provoking after the fact. So actually. I ain't get triggered until Jasmine E, you text and asked about me not having on a mask, and then I had a whole ass panic attack. <laughs> oh damn, Jasmine. Oh, that's funny. Whole ass panic attack. But um, <laughs> you know, hey, here we are. Um, but thank God made it out alive. It's been two weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah, I told you you was gonna be okay. Yeah. No COVID, other things. Amen. Won't he do it? Um, I saw a lot of TikToks where people were saying they had it. So I'm just glad I won't in that number. Now, why was you looking at that? It just showed. It was like, I'm scrolling. And I see. Uh, said, Let not, me zoom in. Not me. No, the girl was like, not me testing. Like, it was across the screen. Not me testing uh -oh. COVID two days after Dreamville. And I was like. And then I was in the comments and people were like, me too, me too, me too. Damn girl, me too. Don't tell me we all been having a sore throat since Monday. Da -da 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 -da. And I was like, damn. I know that didn't help. That's nerve wracking. Well, here we are. God continues to uh, show well. I continue to be his favorite. Amen. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, that was good. And then I guess challenges overall have just been trying to figure out what I want to do next. Um, what I want this next chapter to look like. I don't know if I told you this before, but like around the two or three year mark of doing anything, I'm like, you're done. I'm done. What's next? Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but that's my threshold for most things. So that's like down to living situations, like living, mm -hmm. job, whatever. Two years, I'm like, yeah. What's it giving? Boy, what, what's it giving? What are we doing? Uh, so here we are. Well, three years in, I guess, of this current endeavor and trying to figure out what I'm going to do next or what I want to do different. So that's been a challenge in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to you about that after or at some point. <laughs> Same. Because I know that we have similar um, goals, so <laughs> brainstorm. Yeah. yeah. Which that's probably what's next, but fuck. Yeah, the work. Yeah. The yeah. funding. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's fine, though, you know? It's going to work out. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, on my end, um, a highlight for me has been 
of summer plans coming together. So teaching, knowing that like I have the summer off, like this is the first time that's been a thing in my adults, in my adulthood. Yeah. Um, So I went ahead and signed up for summer school. Our district, our district is only doing two weeks. Oh, okay. And, uh-uh, so. and, <laughs> and it's extra money on top of your paycheck. So right. the way my June is set up, uh, what I'm really looking forward to, my family is going on a, a family cruise together for the first time. Excuse me. And um, we, it's going to be like my grandmother, my great uncle, my great aunts, uh, like generations. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, summer school ends the Friday before we leave. And so it's like, yeah, like I'll just continue to stay in a work mode for two more weeks and then get to go on vacation with my family. And then when I get back, it's my birthday and I got nowhere else to be, Craig. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. June's going to be a good month. Uh, my little brothers and I are planning my dad a birthday party. We're having a crawfish boil in the backyard. Nice. Southern folk do. And um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I would say a challenge for me, there's two of them. One would be why my job gives me all my money at the beginning of the month and expects me to have money at the end of the month. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Because we're halfway and where to go. (laughs) Like I just, I, it's, yeah. So all my bills have previously previously been set up on a bi-weekly schedule and it has been an adjustment for me financially. And I have to start giving myself grace and not beating myself up for being a quote unquote irresponsible adult. Um, so yeah, I'm getting through that. Um, and I would also say my grad school due dates. When y'all were in school, did you stay on top of like this is due this day and you know, it, very it, much so. Oh, it's hard. It is I'm very type right A. Now. Like I'm very sket. I have my schedule. Like yeah. I'm regimented. And I had yes. a full time job at the time. Me too. Literally yeah. forty hours. So it was like I had to make sure, and I was interning, so I had to make sure every right. right spot wasn't mm-hmm. no time to play yeah. around. Yeah. She li- the days was booked. <laughs> from the yeah. day out. Okay. eyes open Everything. to eyes closed honey yeah and it's just it's overwhelming me um which we we talked about so yeah and when i we'll talk about the episode but that's a challenge for me right now it really is mm-hmm. that yeah. adjustment yeah because when you come home from dealing with them kids you just want to like decompress be quiet you know and it's just sometimes it takes me a few hours to bounce back you know, yeah. and, and, then, and then you gotta pivot into, especially with the classes I'm taking now. Like this week, I gotta, I, like this evening, I gotta finish a paper on suicide. And so we all know how difficult that circumstance is. And um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot. It is a lot. Um, And I'm very sensitive to your <laughs> situation. Yeah. And I think what's different for me is the fact that I don't have the opportunity to do that because I am a parent too. And so it's like I get off of work, I hit my pen home, and that's like my little time. And then I'm home, parent, have a client, <laughs> and then I have an hour. You know, and so it's just like seeing it as, okay, this is what has to be done in this amount of time instead of like, this is what I have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's very easy to negotiate with yourself and then end up not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get back into that Kobe mindset. I really like that quote from Kobe Bryant of uh, once you make the contract with yourself, there's no negotiating. Mm hmm. And I've been taking myself to the table and negotiating a lot lately. (laughs) (laughs) And it's that fine balance, right? Because you do want to give yourself that grace whenever you need it. Um, But you also have to determine when you need that grace and when you are using it as a crutch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
That's a good point. And I think the biggest thing there is you've already identified, and I think this goes into what we're talking about today too, but you've already identified the issue. The issue is you needing space to decompress, but the, the, you needing space for decompression after work. So then it may mean changing certain things so that you can take care of yourself in the morning mm-hmm. before you go to work so that, yeah, you can still decompress on your way home or decompress when you get home, but then you're not needing as much time so you can do the other stuff you need to do. Right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Adjusting. That's really what it's coming down to is adjusting my schedule, my routine. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're being um, stubborn. <laughs> like yeah. you keep saying that you want to go to sleep early and stuff like that. That's what I've been doing. It's just keep it yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> what time do you get up? Now six fifteen. What time do you have to be at work? Seven thirty. Six fifteen, seven thirty. What time do you have to leave out? Seven. Maybe trying to incorporate some yoga, some because you could do like Pilates classes at home. I know you like that. Even dancing, starting your day with endorphins for me, it has been like life changing because I'm moving my body. I'm able to feel like more productive and ready to tackle everything that's coming my way. Whereas when I bargain with myself and I'm like oh I'll work out later then I'm dragging in the morning if I don't pay myself first in the morning I got an I love that I love that say it again pay yourself first if I don't pay myself first baby I am resentful and I hate most things and everybody all throughout the day and then I had to realize like I'm not mad at them them y'all whoever like, I'm mad because I didn't do what I know I needed to do for myself this morning. Mm. And so I I agree 100%. Like, learning how to create that space to take care of you and actually taking care of you. Like, mm, yeah. sitting out on the couch is taking care of you in some respects, but, like, mm. is it really helpful in mm. terms of, like, what you really need? Yeah. Right. Not. And not just, that's not just you. That's most people. Not, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. And sometimes we get caught up thinking that it is just us. Like everybody else is moving around oh. and you're stagnant. And no. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Some people <laughs> moving and still ain't going nowhere. So it's fine. Right. Right. And that's why I got my tattoos that say hustle and motivate so that I can always remind myself that I need to hustle. Right. And mm-hmm. so that my hustle also does motivate others. Just the other day, my friend Kayla that I met from therapy Twitter, she she was talking about how she wanted to give up on her workout. And she was like, I I really was like everything telling me to quit. But then I thought about how Jasmine posts her accountability posts. And I was like, you know, I need to hold myself accountable too. And I'm like, period, friend. Period. But I don't want, I'm, and I'm very, very transparent to say, like, I'm not perfect <laughs> because I also have plenty of days, which we're about to talk about, you know, where I do bargain with myself and I don't do what I need to do. And I do feel shitty about it, <laughs> mm. you know, um, we are therapists <laughs> because yeah. we just had a full-blown session and bypass the Nuna. <laughs> no, for real. What is your Nunu in that case then? So my Nunu, I alluded to it earlier, was met him at a bar, which is a restaurant in LA. Sorry, y'all. Y'all gonna have to come and visit. But it is a pasta restaurant and it is all handmade in-house every day. And baby, that sounds sexy. I ain't had no pasta like that. And they Brussels sprouts, like chef kiss. They were crispy. They was crispy with a nice little glaze situation. It was, it was, you know, I love a balsamic. <laughs> <laughs> I almost say it. Uh, balsamic. <laughs> uh, 
Did you see that video of um what's her name? Miss Juicy. She was like, it's Basalamic. <laughs> no. She read it. She literally was like, it's Basalamic. <laughs> she read it and just, I know. That's what she read. Um, but yeah, met him at a bar. It is by like the Grove area, and it's just fire. And they take reservations, so pull up if you in LA. Damn. What about you, America? What's new with you? <laughs> she said, uh oh, I get somebody else to do it. <laughs> Let me step in. Yeah. My new new is Love is Blind. Oh, and that's the like chaos that ensues. Okay. On that show. Now, I haven't watched since I think I skipped. You're tripping. The You're season. tripping. No, no, no. I think I skipped the third season. I saw. Is Cameron. that with SK and Raven? Was that last season? Yeah, that's last season. You're tripping, yeah, you're tripping. Yeah. You're tripping. All right. All right. Um, Did you watch the current one? Yes, the current one. And there are just so many things, like, as a counselor. We could do an episode on that. Psychology, there are so many things. Um, and so it is interesting watching, like, okay, well, will they want it? Uh, mm-hmm. I will say that some... TikTok channels ruin it because some people went and looked up the marriage records. Um, so those and them and to outside. them today, I say, must you have no job? Why? Because who got time? Who got time? Um, apparently, people there. So um, yeah, it just it was real interesting to watch. Um, I have opinions about Chelsea and Kwame mm-hmm. um, as do um, I have opinions as about what was her name Micah's friend her drunk, mm-hmm. her drunk blonde friend Brett Favre uh, <laughs> oh, yikes <laughs> um, I have opinions and um, and yeah Tiffany and Brett I just I found myself like cheesing the whole way through like, I lo- and crying too like what the my only only thing about Brett that I just can't get around is why in the hell were they wearing those black shoes with those cream and white tuxes? Who cleared that? Who the only that? thing I have against Brett is the fact that his hands appear to be ashy. <laughs> a lot of the scene. I didn't notice. But to be fair, it looks like he comes from country roots. And, and they don't have alcohol. Well, we just ashy people from the country. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to not take ownership of ashy. My dad's always ashy. You know what I mean? I want you to help. <laughs> well, Jergens. That's what, that's what I am. <laughs> you need that Nibia. That's what I use. That good old okay. thick Nibia. We like her thick. Girl, I cannot wait for Beyonce. What you call that thick? And I'm gonna be the thick <laughs> goddess. <laughs> I keep thinking, like, what am I? What am I gonna wear? I I think I'm gonna end up buying something and making tweaks to it. There's a top that I have in mind that I'm gonna add ostrich feather to, but the bottom I want, I can't find. I might have to hit up one of the gays to sew something together for me. Yeah, which would be on brand. For the concert. Yeah, correct. I also want to see Jill Scott. Any of our listeners out there, <laughs> if they're seeing Jill Scott on her no, 20th anniversary tour, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like the I only tickets I have left to buy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yes, you are. Damn. <laughs> Did you figure out your new new America? I'm gonna let Love is Blind be mine too. <laughs> did you? So the people that you that did get married, I mean, aside from Brett and Tiffany, right? It'd be crazy. I was wrong. You were wrong. What I was wrong. America? Um, only one I was wrong on was Kwame and me too. I was wrong. Yeah. 
but I he was gonna say no. I have beliefs about why he did that, so that's just there. But do I think they'll still be married next year? Next no. year, no. no. Unless there's some really big endorsements coming from it, right? That's it, and that's all. Acceptance into whiteness, then maybe. But other than that, no. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I agree. And the whole time, I'm like, you know, when he was kind of, I guess, like fighting it, it was like, well, here you go. You wanted your white queen this whole time, right? <laughs> we know damn well what dating pool you've been in. And then on social media, it came out that he was he's been in the background of these other social right married at first sight. Why so is he so him? obsessed with marrying somebody he don't know? His hairline. But here's <laughs> the thing, though. You're so you've been on, you've tried to be on married at first sight. You then did what you needed to do to be on Love is Blind. And yet your hesitation behind marrying this woman, you say, was because of your mother's lack of approval. And she wanted to you to marry a guy and a woman and all of these other things. Yet you've been on both of these not looking specifically for that type of woman. Exactly. So help me understand what's really happening. You're lying. You're lying. You're not worried about your mama's opinion. Right. You don't want her. You don't exactly. And that's all it was. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Now the scene where she's trying on clothes over in the, the plate of strawberries. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that was cringe. <laughs> I was watching that through my fingers like this, like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, I just, you guys, don't go on, don't go on Amazon Prime and watch, why was I watching the movie, man? Dingo, it was, it's not what you think. It's not <laughs> what you think. It's historically based off of Mandingo fighting on plantations. Mm-hmm. And there is a daughter, well, the master's white daughter fetishizes these black men. And she, she I'm going to say takes advantage because she's in a superior role. Right. And um, I can't remember at the end if she ended up pregnant or what or something like that. But the, it was just, it was a sad movie. All right. That and Rosewood will fuck you up. Um. And so ever since watching that movie, I just think about these tropes that we still see in society from those times. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't help but think that, I mean, just the fetishization, am I saying that correctly? Fetishization. Fetishization. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. Ooh, the feed me the strawberry, the, the let me feed you. And like his body language is clearly like, Unco- oh my god all of it all of it <laughs> look at Jasmine's face <laughs> it was not giving honey anytime mm. that they was on the screen I was in a cringe cringe like, yeah also now his sister I could I could watch a show on Kwame's sister all day her <laughs> energy her effervescence her support of him her being like I raised you so give me my flowers. Um, yeah, but him and Chelsea are cringe. Oh, um, I don't want to get on a tangent about this. What's her face that left Let's... the nice dude for the, I guess. Oh, oh, Jacqueline. Yeah. <laughs> America's face. Oh, Jacqueline. Oh now, some of that has to be edited, right? No? All right. It don't matter how it's edited. It happened. No, it went down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for real. That right there, and, it, and at the end, the icing on the cake was when she was like, I might need to do some uh, personal work. <laughs> I said, bitch, you're absolutely <laughs> right. You don't need to be with anybody with your crazy ass. And you it's think- given... Where's your therapist? It's giving. Why are you here worried about this? Like, this is the last thing you need to be worried about, babes. Crazy. Yeah. What y'all do, just to cap this off, what y'all do a social experiment for love? I know you're married and all that, but would you? I immediately would not. I would. America would. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I would, but I can see the trepidation. And I know this is a vanity thing, which is the whole point of like, what if you're not just biologically attracted to that person? The whole reason we're attracted to people physically is for our our genes to continue going. So like, what if you just genuinely aren't physically attracted to that person? And what? Right. Then you got to rely on the Well, then you turn it to Irina, apparently. (laughs) Yikes. Because she was about as bad as they come. Do we need to do a a reality show part two? Update. Right. When we talk about these marriage ones, because... Right. And how a lot of us are just trying to find connection through reality TV as human beings. Yeah. And then I guess I did do a social experiment for dating because I was on the social app. So I guess in a way, yes. But as far as like being on TV, no, just because I am a very authentic person and say what comes to my mind. And I don't know that that is good for that. (laughs) No, I'm with you. I always used to say back in college that like I couldn't be on Bad Girls Club because I'd be the chick on the couch eating a Chipotle burrito while y'all were fighting over there. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I just want you to know I wrote down the shitty type of bargain because we all love a bargain. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like, you know, falling off the wagon, falling out of your routine is shitty type of bargain nobody wants it it is and sometimes it's inevitable right well i guess it depends on what your coping is like when life happens because for me when life happens and like if it's a small thing it's like okay like that's fine But if it's like a series of small things, then it's going to culminate in me just being like, all right, uh, what, where's Chick-fil-A? Like, let's do it. Let's do what we want to (laughs) do. And then that turns into doing that every day on the weekend and avoiding the bike. And then that turns into me also having these negative cognitions that come up because I'm not doing what I know makes me feel good. And I'm not working towards what I say my goals are. And because I'm so in the, so focused on the mood and not the goal it's hard to pull myself out of that until I'm like, okay, bitch, your pants can't fit. Like you're not, you're not doing the most. You need to stop. As far as like my health and fitness goes. But I would say that it's also coupled with like not making it a priority to do like my affirmations or journaling, avoiding journaling because that means I will have to be introspective and think about what's going on. And I haven't wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I don't do that. Right. And that looks like maybe not picking up the phone when my friends call because I don't necessarily want to talk about what's going on either. Yeah. I can relate to that. For me, my. Oh, yeah. It's not even a coping style. I'm an avoidant. So when I feel overwhelmed, when I just, I can't deal, I just avoid it and find something else to distract me. And uh, and it's hard being self-aware of these things about yourself. But then, like you said, like you, you fall, fall off that wagon of, <laughs> of just what makes you feel good. Um, and I have to, one of the things I have to remind myself when I get back on the wagon is that it feels good to take care of yourself. Um, 
I was all. And I think excited. about that often. When yeah. I think about you saying that often, because yeah. I'm like, it does. But yeah. in the moment, you're so in it that you can't see that. Yeah. On Good Friday, I was off and I went and ran errands. I just like got up, left the house. I brushed my teeth first. Left the house. Great job. And, <laughs> and um and got things done. And uh it just it felt good. I went to the doctor's office, figured out what was going on with uh the new insurance. They assigned me to the wrong doctor, got an appointment for my physical, um, got a new battery for my car. Just like went down the list of like things I needed to do. Also, if you need an inspection on your car. Don't go get a battery two hours before you do that. I was so content on being productive that I was doing things in different orders. So when I went and sat for an hour for the inspection, they were like, well, your car failed because we couldn't read anything off your system because the battery resets everything. So ladies, don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, that's how... That's how I can remind my, myself. And I even told my mom that. I was like, remind me when I call you feeling some type of way. Mm -hmm. Remind me that I said that. Yeah. What about you? What's... What would you go say? He said the same thing I was going to say. <laughs> I had a lot of different thoughts at one time, to be honest. Um, I think sometimes, too, though, we can be in our routine mm -hmm. and be doing all of the things and still not feel any better and or different. Mm -hmm. And I just want to hold space for that too, because all right. in those instances, it can feel like, well, damn, what am I doing wrong? Like it must be something because I'm doing all of these things to take care of myself. I'm moving my body, drinking water, journaling, affirmations, telling people, fuck off and all of these other things. And yeah, I still don't feel any different or better. And so just also knowing that sometimes it's okay to take a step back from your routine and get curious about the different parts that might need to change or that you might need to do differently. Because sometimes mm -hmm. we get so caught up in this whole self-improvement cycle that you can easily get burnt out from it. Like, mm -hmm. Getting up at four Monday through Friday is not not cute. It fucking sucks a good chunk of the time. And so sometimes it might mean, okay, 4 a.m. is causing me to feel burnt out. So maybe instead of 4 a.m., it's 6 a.m. Or whatever it is that you need to do, like giving yourself the space to take a step back and see what adjustments need to be made. Yeah. But that's okay, too. And yeah. I think for me, I used to be very gun-ho on the routine and was very um, meticulous about it. So like I had to get out of the bed before 4.05 and I had to be downstairs mm. in the car before 4.22. Like it was like this whole thing, right? And like, okay, yeah, I was accomplishing the goals if we want to talk about productivity throughout the day and my body was the most snatched it had ever been I was like on target with protein every day and I was doing all of the things that you're supposed to do but like mm -hmm. I still felt like shit right so I think for because you can reach your body goals and still not feel good about yourself right and be productive throughout the day and still not feel good it's like okay like now what so right. like in this season, what I've been leaning more into is, yes, I still have a routine, but I've been focusing more on how I want to feel and yeah. like what's going to help me get to that feeling versus it has to be so regimented. Right. So rigid. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Rigid. Yeah. Because I also, I mean, I tell my clients also that you can be like very specific about your goal, but open to the ways that you get there. Mm -hmm. And so when we box ourselves in by saying, I have to reach this by doing X, Y, and Z in this specific order, mm -hmm. if it doesn't look like that, we view it as failure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not. 
Mm-mm. And so, you know, to your point, I look at my, cause you know, I'm doing that rock solid fitness thing. So I look at the workout and I plan what time I'm gonna wake up based off that. I know that if it's like a cardio day, I can get up an hour later. I, it won't take all that time, you know, and giving myself that flexibility to still feel like I'm being productive. 4 a.m. don't have to be like <laughs> that's productive or not, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that as far as eating goes, that's something that in 2020 I felt like I conquered emotional eating. Woo! 2023, that bitch is back. <laughs> I'm the opposite. 2020 threw my eating habits completely out the window. Like, I'm just now kicking the DoorDash habit. Same. Yeah. And DoorDash fucked my pockets. Oh, But it was just, it was, it was the convenience of it all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, I can mm-hmm. have street tacos to my liking and I don't have to put pants on? Oh, and I don't have to put pants on. <laughs> Y'all gonna bring it to my door and not talk to me or look at me or touch me? What? (laughs) You know what I mean? So now I'm getting back into the habit of grocery shopping, budgeting, cooking, Mm -hmm. lunch, you know what I mean? Bringing my lunch. Um, And those things things feel good. So yeah, yeah, I'm the opposite. Because I, um, when I cook, I cook sensible things. When I'm eating out, I do do what the fuck I want. Yeah, same. Same Same-ish. I get wings like once a week, though. Like (laughs) that's a staple because it's protein. I don't get the fries with it, you know, but I give me some wings. I enjoyed it. Um, But whenever, I don't know, last week my period came and it really took me out the game. Usually when my period comes, it's fine. Like I still stay on track. I'm still tracking my food. I'm still working out. Last week, I was not last week, the week before, I was like, no, (laughs) I'm going to order this because that's what I want. Like I'm going to lay here. But I was also on spring break. And so I don't ever get the time to just like exist when my period is happening. And so I allowed myself that time. And I was like kind of saying some negative things to myself, like, oh, I feel like, you know, I feel like a house or whatever. But then yesterday, I was like, hmm, maybe I need it like that little week off because I'm feeling a little more lean or something, you know. Um, but that week when my period was going on, I was, I fell off the wagon. Mm-hmm. Off. <laughs> okay. I was ordering all kinds of things. And I got to that point where I was like, damn, I'm kind of tired of eating. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to eat nothing else, you know. I get that part too. Uh, well, I'm never really tired of eating, let's be real. Um, but I find that like I'm door dashing like the same shit. So it's not like I'm venturing out. And I live in Houston, Texas. So if I'm if I'm spending money, what I should be doing is going and experiencing the yeah. abundance of restaurants we have. So that's my new thing. It's like delete the, well, I didn't delete DoorDash because what I do like is traveling. And ordering food and like coming back from your trip and it's at my door and I don't have to stop. I could just come home. So I'm gonna keep it for that. Um, but yeah, like I've been doing well about not door dashing to the house uh the last month. Um I I think I'm gonna become a Costco girly. Um, I spent a lot of money when I went, but I got so much food that um what but for just April, it's looking like I'm gonna have stuff left over for May too, that's frozen. So, um, so I feel good about that. And yeah, for me, I just I think I I gotta 
all y'all's advice and just start moving my body more and start trying to do it in the morning as opposed to in the evening. I think that's what's going to be the next turning point for me. I give y'all props at 4 a.m. though. That's disrespectful. We appreciate it. (laughs) I've also, you know what? I've been doing, I've been dipping my toe in the cold water showers. Um, it's, I I know y'all said it's a hard adjustment. What I think I'm going to do instead first is do the face plunge in the morning. I think I'm going to go, instead of trying to do the showers, whole body, I'm going to do the face plunge and then work my way into the showers. That counts too. Okay. Look at you go. (laughs) Um, so what are, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You said something that I think is worth spending some time on. Mm. And you said that you thought you had beat oh, emotional eating from mm. 2020 and yet she's still here in 2023. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I wanted to highlight that is because I think a majority of the people can probably relate to that in some way, shape or form of thinking that they've healed from something and yet it's still something that shows up for them. And Mm -hmm. I, it just makes me think about the way we view ourselves and the frame that like the framework that we use when we're trying to fix or change these things. And I know oftentimes when it's something about us that we don't like, we shame ourselves. Right. Critical of that process. And so usually if we are critical or we're having this shaming awareness, when you have something that you think is gone, you just push it to the side. The bitch ain't went nowhere. She just waiting for you to have a moment where you forget or where you're not using your coping skills and she gonna pop back up on your ass like the nigga you thought you like, Hey, Like she just gonna hey, literally. Um, <laughs> and so I just think that's important that when we're talking about routines or falling off or on or whatever the case may be is that we're just mindful of the language that we're using around these parts of ourselves that we might not particularly like and that we are leaning more into being curious about these parts of ourselves versus shaming and critical because that's not going to motivate us for lasting change it's not going to always find ourselves coming right back to that thing or those things if we're not really intentional about that word. And that is facts. That is facts. Well, what are some reminders or maybe mantras that you say to yourself when you want to kind of bargain with yourself about whatever your goals are and not wanting to do what you know you need to do? Um, that helps you to like stay on track. Two things for me. I am a get to versus have to person. Yes. Um, Come on, Jess. But you know, I used to have before I met, before I saw her. Me too. Me too. Right. I want to be like, bitch, get out my head. You ain't come up with that. Right. But, um, so that has, that is always super helpful. I try to catch myself. When I'm in that loop of, damn, I have to go do this. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it still really is I have to go do it and I don't want to. Um, But I try to focus more on that I get to do it because it's empowering. I get to have a choice. I don't have to do shit I don't want to do. That's the truth, actually, even when it don't feel like it. Um, And then the second one is being okay with and working with the uncertainty instead of trying to fight it. Like, this is messy. We humans. Sometimes you're going to be on all the way and sometimes Mm -hmm. not. And so instead of trying to fight what it is, get curious about what's happening and if there's changes that need to be made. Right. I I love that. I've been trying to implement what I tell my students. And so a big thing for me is the effort and that you don't have to have the right answers. And I tell them that when it comes to their schoolwork, um, but it's something that I, as of recently, have really been thinking about. Well, 
those words, how I can implement them and not just in my schoolwork, right? It's the effort that you put in versus it being right. A lot of my, mm-hmm. my adulthood stuff is like the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. So I should be doing this. I would have been that. I could have been better, different or whatever. And, and shaking off the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and just being in the now. Um, mm-hmm. That's what's taken me years to grow out of. Uh, so yeah, that's like my newest mantra is, is it's the, the effort you put in, not necessarily the right way. Yes, yes. Um, I guess thus far as me, I would say just reminding myself of what my goals are and focusing on the goals instead of the moods because the moods are going to change. And if I make a decision based off of the mood, then that can either push me forward to what my goal is or bring me further from what my goal is. And so reminding myself of that, um, as well as like, I can't be mad about the results I don't have with the work I didn't put in. (laughs) Like if I didn't put in that work, can I really be mad about it? No, I didn't do what I said I needed to do. So those are the kinds of things that are helpful for me as well as the getting to like I get to go to the gym my alarm for the weekend is like let's go girl you get to work out at the gym today you know um and so I find that just pouring into myself like in a positive way instead of making it seem like a chore is helpful for how I feel about it Awesome. Well, I feel like that was a great conversation. And I'm sure that you could get something from it, whether it's about love is blind, or, you know, (laughs) ways to be more compassionate, right? (laughs) Ways to be more compassionate with yourself. Um, So yeah, good combo, as always. And just remember, you can go to Pilates, you can hit the gym, you can go for a hike, you can only drink green drinks, and you can um, do 7,200 steps a day. But if you're ignoring the things going on in your head and in your heart, then you're still not truly healthy. So go on ahead and seek therapy. We all need that shit. (laughs) We will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye, y'all.